Chapter 6 Extras. I am Rebecca Sage Allen. I am here with Katie Nonson. Hi, Chapet. Martin Garcia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and our guest author this week, Mike Revenaugh. He is a writer actor whose current uh, project is working on UGO, which I'll bet either some of you have never heard of, but if you've heard of it, you're probably a super fan. One of those things. Like, like, you're like, what is that? Or, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. That's amazing. So welcome, Mike. Yay. Thank you. Yay. Thank you for having me. And I am so sorry. What are <laughs> you saying? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I'm going to do something very um, brave and mature and blame everything on Morgan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well you, don't want to give, you don't want to give him all the credit. Well, that's true. That's true. There was, uh, when I started writing this chapter, I did not realize there would be uh, quite so much masturbation involved. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was during quarantine, so we know what you were doing. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Oh, that's why it showed up so much in all chapters of this book. Now it makes sense. Um, so Mike, you were sent this uh, I, we went back and looked when we were interviewing Morgan at the time frame, and he got it in July of 2020. So you were probably just shortly after that, like late July or August. Does that sound right? It sounds, that sounds right. Um, I'm going to give a caveat that the first time I heard about this project from Morgan, he did not forward the original email. So I got a bunch of chapters and a vague description. And so, so I, I did it and I sent it along and I didn't have the CC in all, either. So uh, then he circled back around a couple of weeks later and was like, hey, just checking in about that thing. Here's the information that I didn't give you. And I was like, oh, this has greater context. Well, here's what I oh. created. No, it's and then perfect. and then we passed it on to um, I believe Eric. Eric mm -hmm. Emma was is the the next mm -hmm. person in yeah. my chain. So yeah, I uh, was kind of went into it pretty cold as far as uh, what was what the expectations were and what was. Uh, ultimately going to be done with it so the expectations were for you to have fun yeah and that i did yes good, and I definitely good. Did, yeah. that's what that's all the expect there there is there are no expectations other than that so yeah, definitely so yeah that's something that we haven't talked about that much in this season is the original intent of this was just a quick email from rebecca that was like have fun with this and don't edit yourself and so these almost all from what I understand so far were written in like one sitting mm -hmm. no editing like let's just make I'd say that's laugh. pretty accurate yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's what mine was yeah mine too I mean, yeah even the first yeah. chapter I did the same thing I wrote it at like three in the morning didn't even look spell check or anything um, yeah I mean this was never we were never the whole podcast thing came much later the whole idea of doing that right Rebecca mm-hmm yeah, that didn't occur to me till later when I was like, I want to read all this and put it together, but I wanted to be surprised by it. So, um, yeah, that came later for sure. Can you think back to 
wrap your head around where you were in the summer of 2020? Oh, gosh. Um, yes, I was uh, working from home, as many of us were, in the early-ish months of the pandemic. So um, I was upstairs in my house when I heard where, where I, I remember where I wrote this. So I wrote it at the uh, table in the upstairs apartment that my wife and I run an uh, Airbnb and artist residence out of called the Garrett on the Green. So uh, yeah, I got this email from Morgan and he's a friend of mine from grad school. So I was like, this sounds like it's a lot of fun. And I read through the first five chapters and I was like, okay, yes, definitely. Uh, and I will bang this out right now. So I sat down and, uh, reread the chapters and, uh, yeah, I, uh, was definitely getting a strong, like, uh, Abraham Zucker, Abraham naked gun, uh, airplane yeah. kind <laughs> yeah. of vibe of like the zaniness and anything goes. So I'm just like, I'm gonna, gonna lean into that. Yeah. See how silly we can get. God, yeah. thank God you did. Can you yes. imagine if you were like, I got to make this serious? <laughs> <clears throat> or if you were like, I got to make this funny, but in a certain way, fun. you know what I mean? It's like, it was, it was funny. It was funny the way you did it. Right. Yeah. I also uh, tried to include as many callbacks or tie in. A hundred percent. I noticed that. Yeah, that I'm glad good. you mentioned that because I that was something that I noticed right away. And some that, uh, yeah, I guess it's been a while since I've read back through all of it. I mean, I, I read through the five chapters previous, like, uh, previous to coming on the show. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Like the, her nickname, Pennsylvania red, Ooh, yeah. because she has a strawberry birthmark on her face in the shape of Pennsylvania. And yes. I'm also going to blame the masturbation on Morgan. Oh yeah, because well, that's true. his yeah. prison guard talks about Javi always masturbating, masturbating yeah. over by the weight benches. Yeah. By yeah. the I'm weight like, benches. Yeah, by know, the weight benches. Yeah, so that's exactly we know it. one thing about Javi, and I'm like, maybe this is the main thing about Javi. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. I, yeah, I love that he was just like anywhere he went, he was masturbating oh and i love that veronica sees it it's like yes okay yeah, like, this must be this. the guy <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Stand the bar. yeah you know how people will be like i'll be the woman in the, with the red rose in my hand <laughs> yeah. i'll be the guy masturbating under the table <laughs> the pina colada <laughs> yeah i love the pina colada no, do great. you drink pina coladas I don't, I, I'm not a big fan of coconut, but I am a fan of the very sugary sweet drinks. Uh, my wife and I uh, have a running joke because she is a fan of the uh, bourbons and the brown liquors that whenever we order drinks together, they are delivered to the wrong person. Yeah, and sure. <laughs> no matter, like, even if the person delivering them was the person who took the order. Yeah. So, uh, on our Instagram, we have a hashtag Revanora order drinks, and you can just see a big list of her small rocks glasses next to my elaborate like pink <laughs> concoctions with like sparklers sticking out of them. What was it like to get an email from me 
reminding you of this? Like, were you like, who is this person? And like, did you remember writing this? Um, yes, I did remember writing it. I also, I, re I probably remembered better the spike of panic because there was a follow-up uh just like just checking where this is like did you send it on to someone mm -hmm. oh from Rebecca because uh, okay. I feel like there was some traffic jams and different iterations and how this project splintered off into its different narrative forms perhaps but I was afraid that I was the log jam on something like oh, I did yeah. not know like from Morgan's original email he didn't in, again he didn't include some of the pertinent information like who i should cc this right. email on as i pass it on to the last people so i'm like oh no did i ruin this so i had oh, like no. that that spike of anxiety which you know sticks in your mind so i looked back through and i found it and everything was smoothed over so it was the i think it was the two visitations of that and then when i got your email i was like oh yeah i remember that i remember <laughs> that i wrote something I wrote something that I'm probably not going to encourage my mother to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think she'd enjoy it. This branch of the story is uh, the, we don't like, we, we've never met you. We've never met Morgan and uh, oh gosh, I'm going to mess it up. Paul. Paul. Yeah. Paul. Uh, we hadn't met any of you guys before. So, it's, and so oh it was kind of like this thing Yay. of like, if I'm sending, if I'm sending you an email, I, like I was very like, oh, are they even going to know what I'm talking about? You know, it's like, mm -hmm. hi, I'm Martin. Uh, you don't know me, but. Uh... <laughs> so, you know, Paul Walker? Yes. Oh, yeah. interesting. I was in a, I was in a writing group with him in New York. All right. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. That's so interesting. Yeah. So it went uh, Daniel Acker, Paul Walker, Morgan, you. And then, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And then you chose to send it to a friend named Eric Emma. What, how yes. do you know him? He uh, is also a classmate of mine from grad school. Okay. Uh, dramatic writing. He's in New York and works with, uh, does some excellent work in radio drama with his own uh, Venus Radio Theater. So. Oh, cool. So cool. Very awesome. awesome. Oh, I just said awesome too. Yeah. <laughs> well, we said words. this in our last interview, but uh, we all, the three of us also write for kids animation or have written for kids animation. So what a weird turn that yeah. you do as well. So you're a Neat. writer. Tell us more about your writing. Uh, yeah, I got my MFA from uh, Tish Dramatic Writing and uh, have been working on mostly pilots and a um, couple feature scripts uh trying to you know break in get out there and uh if you want more wackiness or want to check out some other writing of mine there's mikerevenaw.com or you can find me on coverfly yeah so right now i uh am writing english dialogue for yeah the series Yu-Gi-Oh sevens uh so which is the the english dub to be layered over the japanese animation Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So do you have to take the Japanese script and? Yes, uh, they give they provide a translation and uh, <gasps> like a, the time codes and like right. the line by line that and then it's um, rewriting 
the translation to get the point across, put in some jokes, and make it match the existing mouth movements of the Japanese animation. That's what so I wondered. Not get, the, so you're not lip- getting like the 50s Godzilla yes. bad dubbing yeah. way over. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit writing, it's a little bit puzzle solving. It's very, it's kind of, it's, it's pretty cool. For sure. That cool. sounds like kind of a fun, like nut to crack to get it all in there. Uh, that's really cool. And then please, please, please tell us more about this artist loft. Oh, yes. Uh, the Garrett on the Green. We, uh, let's see, I lived in New York for about 13 years. And then I, my wife and I uh, moved back to our hometown and bought a house that uh, was first built as a universalist church in 1821. So uh, just celebrated its 200th birthday. And uh, it's divided into two units. So we live on the bottom and upstairs is the Garrett on the Green, which we uh, rent out as an Airbnb. And also for um, three weeks in January, we host what's called the Snowden Residency, along with the Kirkland Art Center, which is our local uh, art center. They uh, provide studio space for visual artists and for uh, musicians. And we also open it up to writers and uh, we provide a week long uh, funded residency uh, or three week long funded residencies rather. And it's designed to uh, serve artists who for one reason or another, the traditional residency model doesn't work for them. Like they, some people can't afford to take a month off of their job or they have childcare responsibilities or they are caring for their parents or elders and uh, they can't, like their work is worthy of attention and focus and uh, whatever um, attention they can give that. And just the, the little, week-long residencies. We don't have any um, output requirements for them, so they're not going to have a reading at the end of it. So it's uh, basically designed for artists to um, use that time to focus on what will feed their art the best. And if that's like sitting and like boring through one script, that's fine. If it's like filling up our giant soaking tub and just bathing and relaxing for an entire week. So you can go back to your life recharged and back to your art more charged up. Um, then that's great too. We are also uh, piloting our community, um, community music residency, which will be later this year, uh, where we have, um, a, a musician coming in who is, uh, dedicated to, um, building up music in the community and that is as it's defined by them and that one does have a concert at the end of it so um we're trying to expand our residency uh program as much as possible we're in our third year of it and uh yeah that's the that's the garrett on the green wow (laughs) that sounds incredible so cool what was the impetus you can find us on instagram at at yes. Garrett on the green. And, and you spell Garrett G-A-R-R-E-T-T? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we got to look that up. I'm doing it. I'm doing it, guys. Keep yeah. going, Katie. I think oh. he's looking. Oh, good. Okay. 
Um, uh, one no. T. Two one R's, T. one T. Okay. Two R's, one T. G A R R E T. Yep. I found it. On Nora, is Nora your wife? Yes, that's right. Yes, she is. <gasps> is amazing. Here's something I noticed right away, Mike. You said it was three weeks, three one week residencies. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird, but there are three of us. In this <gasps> <podcast>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listeners, you have to check this out. This is the coolest. This is great. Oh, there's like a garden and a sunflower and just one sunflower. Well, <laughs> just one. Yep. <laughs> one a year. One That's lonely sunflower. Make it, we make a choice. We choose which one is this year's. One. Every time I, I think of sunflowers, I remember when we were in Italy. Oh, my God. Remember that? In Tuscany? Yeah. Ooh, dudes. That was yes. so beautiful. All I remember was we rented a car and all we ever, all the, with a GPS, and all the GPS ever seemed to say was continue around the roundabout. Continue <laughs> around the roundabout. And you're like, well, where? <laughs> like, around it in what sense? Yeah. Um, <sighs> that is so cool. So you decided to leave the city. And, you know, that's a choice, I think, for a lot of, writers actors artists we move to cities you know the three of us all moved to chicago from smaller towns yep and then the three mm-hmm. of us all moved to la from chicago and i think always in the back of your head at least for me i'm like what if what if i walked away and set up my own artist world somewhere not so intense (laughs) (laughs) and it's really interesting to see what you've done and and how you've taken all the artistry and just moved it to a different location um i actually just revisited new york city for the first time since the beginning of the pandemic Mm. uh this past week and it's uh it's very reaffirm very reassuring that (laughs) i've made some correct decisions feeling good about your like as soon as i step on the subway i'm like oh yeah don't miss this at all yeah yeah. oh good yeah Yeah. Yeah. will you you get into that like what do you not miss the crowds do you not miss the the chaos what don't you miss um i don't basically don't miss the uh the time lost to mostly public transit got it like i don't i don't miss standing on a subway platform in the freezing weather for 25 minutes while i wait for a train to come or a like 45 minute to an hour commute yeah both way you know each way and i enjoy having like outdoor space and quiet walks in the woods and cross-country skiing in the winter and uh yeah going for runs in the trails up at hamilton college which is local to us they have a big arboretum so uh outdoor space is very important to me and i was feeling pretty cooped up even being close to astoria park in queens is not quite the same as uh being able to jump in the car and go kayaking after work yeah Uh, yeah and if you're already feeling cooped up and then COVID hits you're in trouble (laughs) Yeah. yeah Very much what, so. Did COVID push you over the edge for you and your wife to leave or you were already on that track? We uh, had moved at the beginning of 2019. Oh, okay. So just we, in time. Just in time. Yep. <laughs> Another affirmation of good choice. Absolutely. Right. Right. Yes. Oh. Yes. There's a, there's a little bit of uh, like 
being up here and then like still being in contact with all of our friends and just seeing the 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 apartment lifestyle of the lockdown and having having to work remote from your apartment with two roommates and everyone trying to zoom call from like mm -hmm. one 12 by 20 foot room and it was just like we oh. we made good choices yeah yeah we were lucky i mean to be clear there are definitely things that i miss and like i really uh love being able to go to the cool new theatrical production that's going on down the road or uh just that kind of feeling of possibility or anonymity even of just like yeah I like walk down the road and like be a mess and be like crying and people are <laughs> like gonna be like oh that what's his deal and then forget about it or just mm -hmm. like walking down the street and picking up snippets of 30 different conversations or just hearing like one random sentence that out of context makes no sense and is delightful yeah uh, <laughs> it's, it's like great fuel for for writers but now that i'm in a small town it's like i walk down the street and i see 15 people and i know them all yeah people <laughs> it's like oh yeah out. there's that guy and hey bye. he's like mike what's wrong yeah exactly <laughs> or, or, or it'll be that's mike the crier yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my there he goes the again street. oh yeah. mike the crier is coming <laughs> everybody get your tissues out uh that's interesting that's crazy um when I know that you kind of now that you get now that you get what this whole chapters project thing is, because it only took getting to this moment for you to get all the information. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you have any thoughts like what after I heard your chapter, I was really delighted by seeing her in her element doing her work. And I wonder if there is anything that now you looking forward would like to see happen or hope happens oh gosh i'm very curious as to um how thad is going to intersect with her life again what did i call him stump thud i forget mm -hmm. um all of the above yeah just trying to <laughs> trying to do some do some groundwork and hopefully offer up more possibilities for people to to jump off of going forth so like my writer sense is tangling that of course you have all of these escaped convicts making the way towards her i'm honestly harboring a secret hope that my some of my focus on javi in this chapter will bring him back from the dead because <laughs> Because nice. uh, Morgan so unceremoniously killed him, uh, I think he was he was tased in his left eye during the yes. during the prison escape, which is why I put so much emphasis on how beautiful his eye was in this chapter. I just got that when you said it. <laughs> yeah, I did too. <laughs> it was just like, oh, that was brutal. It was like the most beautiful like, eye. I'm going to make everyone super sad about this. <laughs> like I'm going to try to try to retroactively amp up the tragedy of that moment. What like it's thoughts? his absolute best feature, like his uh, only redeeming quality. Right. And then like a prison guard zaps him in it. So uh very tragic. Yeah, maybe maybe giving him enough personality will inspire someone a couple chapters down to miraculously revive him or bring him <laughs> bring him out of the shadows that's what's been so fascinating for us is seeing the the 
the people or things that other authors will pick up on and then really magnify. Because back in the first season, there was just a whisper of one person's name for one second, and it became a huge through line Yeah, because other people jumped on it. And mm-hmm. it could have been thrown away. Like, so yeah, that's really interesting to see, uh, you know, who becomes featured and who doesn't. And like, we haven't seen Mr. Bamsey again. And I was so sure we would see so much Mr. Bamsey. <laughs> so we'll see. Well, now we got Miss Simpson or whoever Simpson. Jessica yeah, Brittany Simpson. Brittany, Brittany Simpson. Brittany Simpson. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, well, someone's got to hit that. I mean, not, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Mike, thank you so much for doing this. And especially now that we know how blindly you went into it. I mean, <laughs> cheers to that because yeah. it was fantastic. Yeah. Was and I, it was really clear to me. I know you mentioned that you are an actor also. And I think that we're all, the, the three of us are also actor writers and. Slashies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I there was something about the way that you wrote that I'm like, I bet this guy is an actor. I guess I bet like it, it was written as it was very visual in how it was like it was very per, like oh I can perform this like I can I understand it was just so visual, uh, which is I think what actors are always uh, wanting, and also the recaps or the callbacks or the tie-ins, mm-hmm. like you said, like. I think there's something with actors that like that too, of like they want to be reminded of these like fun moments and make them into something big. So I like that you did that. Thank you. It was great. Thank you so much for being with us. Listeners, don't forget if you want uh, to know more about Mike or his work or his uh, uh, artist in residence, you can check him out at MikeRevenall.com or Garrett on the Green uh, with one T other than the T and the. Uh, on Instagram and uh, man that's super cool what you're doing thank you so much for lending your time and talent to our little project yeah absolutely thank you for having me on all right Uh, our pleasure yep we'll see you guys next week for our next chapter with writer Eric Emma we'll see you then bye bye chapters bye chapters